Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, Episode 70. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews and with the Hammer joining us today from the Springfield, Missouri studio. Hi, guys. How you doing? Great. Hey, Friday. Hey, hey <laughs> Super Bowl weekend. Yes, it, it is. is. Everybody will be eating wings on Sunday. <laughs> this is a weekend that you can eat your heart out and have fun and not be penalized because it's Super Bowl. Well, I hate to tell you this, but the hammer has recently lost 25 pounds. Whoa. And I intentionally intend to gain it back this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but we can think now for the last, I don't know, four or five years, there's been a shortage of wings yes. on Super Bowl. Now that Trump is president, we have plenty of wings in there the United States. There are wings galore in Springfield, Missouri. And the avocados are back for guac. Three for a dollar. There you go. Wow. But I have to say, first off, today is Heart Health Awareness Day for women because heart conditions are the leading cause of death for women. Most people don't realize that. We think about cancer a lot. And so everybody's wearing red, including the hammer. Awesome. Bless his heart. He loves women. I love women. We all do. How can you not? I mean, how can you not? I mean, you know, there's no other choice. One word. Hillary? <laughs> She's not a woman. I wonder if she wore <laughs> today for other women. Probably not. She wore a red pantsuit. <laughs> Nevertheless, there is one thing that the hammer loves just about as much as women. Not more, but, you know, he's an old football player. Oh, yes. I've been waiting to hear these Public picks. Player. So Super Bowl weekend is a big deal. So it's... today he's got his picks for us. Awesome. I do. I have done. I have laid away trying to come up with a reason not to take the Patriots, but I can't. The pa- Okay. Let me clarify that. The Patriots are going to win the game. The Eagles are going to cover the spread. Which the spread has been fluctuating between it started at six, gone down to four, it's probably going to end up somewhere around five. Take the if you're betting right out to win, take the Patriots. If you're betting, get some points, take the Eagles. If you're betting the over under, take the over 47 and five. The over has covered in the Super Bowl. Most of the time, you mean? Well, 47 and five. Oh, 47 pretty... times versus five. Oh, okay. Grace gets Duh, it. You can tell Grace does not uh, wager much in the football industry, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, it's just about as exciting as the Super Bowl is the FISA memo. It was right. released today. 
exciting, not necessarily in a positive way, because it shows a side of our executive branch of government that I think most of us never wanted to see. Right. We knew it for a long time. We have known it, but boy, it's kind of like your kids, you know? You may think they're doing something like drinking or something, you know, and you worry about it, but then when you really find out, it's like, oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. and, and you really knew it all along. I so, just can't believe that, you know, they have gone on and on and wasted taxpayer money on this. And on the Mueller should, investigation? Exactly. And it should have never happened. Right. Well, you wouldn't know the memo was released in Canada because we saw zero about it in the news. Zero. It was first released, I flipped to all the channels, and I will tell you, at that point, Fox was the only one that was covering it. I thought it was worthy of the networks breaking in. And yeah. I didn't see that. No, but, all I saw today was the lunging father story uh, that dominated the internet. Oh, yeah. And I wish you'd have got a hold of it. Yeah, me too. One minute, just like you said, just one minute. Just one minute, yeah. The dossier was definitely the deciding factor in whether a FISA warrant was granted right in all of these cases. Yeah, well, there was, what, three of them? Or was it three renewals? Yeah, I mean, it would, if there were four renewals because wow. you have to renew every six months. And, you know, this is the same document that Comey called salacious. Mm-hmm. So he believed that the document was fake. Andrew McCabe, the guy that took his early retirement on Monday, testified in a closed session with the Congressional um, Judiciary Committee that without the dossier, none of these warrants would be granted. Yeah, absolutely not. At one point, they had fired or removed Christopher Steele from the FBI as a consultant. Even after they removed him, this Orr guy that his wife worked for the same company. Yeah, Fusion GPS. Exactly. They still were feeding information to the FBI that the FBI was using. So they, first of all, they're talking out of both sides of their mouth. Right. Never mind, uh, you know, violating the Fourth Amendment and creating treason, essentially, as far as I'm concerned. There wasn't a lot of details in there either. So, you know, start drilling down and I I think we're going to uncover a lot of garbage, a lot. And it's going to get uglier. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is definitely going to get uglier. And I think everybody is very sad that the FBI had become so, I have to use the word corrupt, because not only was it corrupt, there was this sense of arrogance that they had developed within this group, which is probably going to end up being the secret society that the two lovers talked about. They believed they could do anything. Yeah, pretty much. They omitted information, which where I come from is the same as lying. And as we've talked about before, lawyers, and most of these guys really are lawyers, tell you that if a statement is partially false, then it is completely false. If you ever walk into a deposition, they will tell you, do not agree to any part of a statement that is partially false. Because partially false means it's completely false. Now, these guys are all attorneys. Right. But they are living by a different standard. 
dirt. Well, it's all the privilege of the swamp, you know. It is. It is. And and there's some Republicans that believe releasing this is bad. So suddenly you've got the swamp and the Democrats believing or pretending that the congressional guys, the committee that wanted this released, are the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, These guys broke the damn law, yet it's the congressional GOP members that have become the bad guys, even to John McCain. Why didn't he shut his mouth? Yeah, well, that's the only news we did see this week was some of the Democrat basically stating Trump is going to be impeached in the next two months and all the bad stuff around the memo. It's all his fault. And oh, it was ugly. You know, from being the oldest person of our trio going back in the past, you know, I came to seem to think of the untouchables with Elliot Ness and J. Edgar Hoover and Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. on the FBI show. And I know I'm kind of making light of this, but but not really. They were kind of made heroes. That was who beat the bad guys. They caught the bad guys. They they can't be the bad guys. That's what no, has shaken my confidence. In, in the, the bad guys, what do you do? Right. I don't know. Now, who who checks the bad guys if the FBI is not going to? I don't know. Well, it's a scary thought. I tell you, I'm going to explain something that went on here. It's called a media circle. Now, media circles go on all the time. It's where, and we do it here at Dueling Dialects. We take stories from other news agencies. We try to say, we saw it on Newsmax or CNN or Fox. Rarely do we use CNN. But we use their information, okay? Right. And we we always try to mention the fact that, that we're using their information. Exactly. Yeah. But we, it's a different kind of story when the guy that created the dossier has five agencies or news sources that he is giving a story to in order to create the basis for getting a FISA warrant so that the FBI agents can get the FISA warrant. So he was taking information from his fake damn dossier and the the, the one listed agency was Yahoo News. Right. They used that as a second damn source. It was the same source. <laughs> it's called a media circle. And it happens all the time. Right. And big news agencies can call up a few guys and say, you know, NBC is reporting this, you know, is this true? And they say, well, we verified that this story is true. They might even come out and say NBC is reporting this. But in this case, this guy, Christopher Steele, did this in order to create a circle as a second source and the FBI agents knew it. Wow. And they were, and you know, and that's a bad thing. And then they went ahead and passed it on, went on, and then it to got to the out, judge. Yeah, it got out of control. And it's like the guy who cried wolf. It's the, corruption. They they believed and, that they had to do something with that. Well, and it's really they want to get Trump our, so bad. They wanted to get Trump and Trump, and I will tell you that when I believed he was going to declassify this, I thought this is a good thing. This is transparency. I didn't think of how bad it was going to be when we first learned for real. We all knew it. I agree with Connor. We all knew it that our FBI was corrupt. Okay, the stock market dropped by about 666 points today. 
Ouch. Yeah. Well, okay, that's, that's a, about two percent. That's that's about as you know. That shows that the FBI, you know, took a, bl- a black eye badly because it has just destroyed America's confidence. You know that that was one of the things that they've been talking about. That's been pushing the stock market is American confidence. Exactly. Well, look what's happened. I mean, that just goes to show you right there when they lose it, six hundred fifty points. You, normally, do you know how? long it takes us to build up 650 points sometimes years sometimes you know in the scheme of what we've gained since trump was elected it's not that bad nevertheless for that to be on the heels or in response to this FISA memo it's sad and it's scary and i will tell you that mainstream media which is generally liberal is not handling this well Long time CNN star, I would say, Wolf Blitzer, basically had a meltdown on the air today. <laughs> he claimed he could not talk about the memo to a congressman because it was too political. <laughs> are you kidding me? I mean, what do they talk about if they don't talk politics? Now, is that an oxymoron? Well, I he's, think this he's is a moron. devastating to the point. <laughs> well, yeah. did you see the Maybe just a... CNN moron. <laughs> yeah, well, CNN. Think moron. about the State of the Union and how the Democrats were reacting. Now they they knew what was coming out. They knew that Trump would declassify this. They knew. I mean, it explains that sour look on Nancy Pelosi's face. She knew this was coming. Right. Poor Nancy. Poor Nancy. I do Poor want to point Nancy. out the fact that we will have rolling on our screen, right, the the dossier. Right. And yes. um, it's it's not that long. I, no, it's not the dossier. Excuse me. The FISA memo, the unclassified version, and along with the letter from the White House, which declassifies it. Yeah, we'll definitely put that up on the post on the Right Left Chronicles for sure. Yes, it didn't take me too long to read it either. No, no, it's it's very quick and. Uh, well, we kind of already knew what was in it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and especially by the time it it came out today, we definitely knew. You know that the best thing about this, Connor and Grace, is none of our names were on it. <laughs> <laughs> we could be happy about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean. You- I tell you what, if your name's in there, you're you've got some problems or at least some questions you need to well, answer. Well, and Andrew oh, McCabe yeah. knew. I mean, or you know, Christopher Ray and Andrew McCabe certainly decided it was his time to go on Monday after Christopher Ray had read this. Now, the one thing I've heard a lot of people say, oh, this means Rosenstein needs to go. I don't see that in here. I I, I also see that if things were misrepresented to the judge in the FISA courts, I sort of get the feeling that they were misrepresented to Rod Rosenstein, and that makes me feel better. I, I don't see that this is any sort of challenge to Rod Rosenstein. Rosenstein. I just don't. And I'm very, very happy about that. Well, what has me scared is just the state of the media. Nobody is grabbing this story and running with it other than, you know, Infowars, Alex Jones, and Fox News. So I I was expecting the world to have blown up today and nothing. Pop, fizzle. Well, and had it been the Democratic memo, which is supposedly possibly coming. And I hope it does, because we want transparency on both sides. It, pretty much you need the transparency now, because the people are going, ah, 
But oh, you know what? They don't seem here? all that dedicated to get it to get theirs declassified. Now, is that because they don't believe that Trump will? I mean, he's the president; he has to be the one to declassify it. Or does it mean they don't really got much? Now, whose job is it to fire some of these guys that are still in the FBI? Well, I can tell you right now that Trump can't do it, even though, I mean, legally he could. But it would be devastating. But isn't it his job to do that? Well, it would be Christopher Wray, Rod Rosenstein, and uh, Jeff Sessions. Yeah, but see, doesn't, like we were talking last night, doesn't the committee... Would they not give their... If they feel like they broke yes. the law, you know, I, they would not... They could give um, their opinion. They could re-legislate. The oversight committee is I have a feeling, what? though, for example, Carter Page, who's mentioned in here, is going to file suit against the department on Monday. A whole lot would come out in a private suit in testimony. But why, for example, or is not losing his job and was just demoted to, what was it, human resources after meeting yes. with Christopher Steele and getting his wife a job there so that they could feed this information to the FBI and use with the FISA course, why he still has a job, that is amazing pretty much everybody. And if they let him take his sick days, his vacation time. Well, you're talking about McCabe. Yes. If they let him do all that, though, yeah, I have a and still keep his retirement, yeah, that's, that's the same thing. That's just like saying, okay, yeah. we're going well, to... But they did it on, you know, they did it on other people that have been in trouble from the Obama administration. There was certainly a tone set in the Obama administration. You've got Lois Lerner. You've got all these FBI guys. You, you certainly had a tone for we will do what we need to do to stay in power no matter what it costs, no matter the price. But were they promised protection from the Well, they've certainly uh, so far gotten protection. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. How far does this go up the ladder? Yeah, All the way. I, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was wondering about that, too. I mean, I was expecting to see Obama's name on there. Um, I didn't think we would. Not that we shouldn't have, but I, I didn't really think we would. No, they're too smart for that. Um, he's a former president, and he is very beloved, certainly not by the right, but he is very protected, and he always, it always turns into a racism thing. game. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it always does. It doesn't matter that it's not about race. It, it does turn into race. And let me tell you, these people are so dedicated to him. I, I think that's what we're seeing on the Democratic side. The left is, yes, they hate Trump, but they feel like if they even stood and clapped for Trump at the State of the Union that they are defying their fearless leader, Obama. Right. So there was a lot of, gosh, it's almost like Jim Jones, <laughs> you know, and a cult. It, it is very cultish behavior. So I, I don't know. And I honestly believe they feel like that. Especially like Nancy Pelosi. With the memo coming out today, at least you see who drinks the Kool-Aid. That's exactly what I was getting ready to say. I wonder what that Kool-Aid tasted like. <laughs> yeah, we've got some names we could call them up and ask. Absolutely. And of course, this is going, this isn't over today. This no, is no. I'm, going I'm to expecting. This is something we talk about for a while. I'm expecting some people get fired in the next week. Oh yeah, probably by Monday. Yeah. 
That's what I'm thinking, too. But Monday, speaking of Monday, we have an excellent guest. We have David Blackstock. Okay. He's going to be here all the way from Fort Worth, Texas. He is a stylist with a story, but he has done hair for everyone, celebrity-wise. Debbie Reynolds, Reba McIntyre, CNN, CSI, it goes on and on and on. He's got a book out. We'll talk about the new book. We'll talk about his humble beginnings. Okay. So I'm very excited about that. Awesome. Sounds great. Good. And uh, we hope it's a great weekend. Did you also say Jennifer was coming on? Uh, Jennifer's going to be here with us, too. Jennifer Flowers. Awesome. Absolutely. And we know the audience loves her. Yeah, for sure. We love her. Yeah, we do. She's she's a lot of fun. Yeah. So I guess we got to agree there. We do, and we don't always agree, but life's the journey and we're all in this together so remember don't become anyone's victim hashtag nobody's victim thanks to the hammer for being here thank you hammer Uh, thanks for listening godspeed connor and godspeed to all of our friends out there you betcha man go eagles (laughs) yeah i'm gonna cheer for the eagles too i think so i'm kind of the underdog kind of guy and saskatchewan's not playing so i gotta go with the eagles we'll we'll have to see what happens next week i think it's gonna be a good game i really do i hope so take care everybody and thanks for listening Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. <laughs>